Okay, let's go to our first guest just to kick things off with. He's a former All Black great from the 1960s, former farmer, loves Heartland rugby. He's over on the West Coast today. Stan Meads, it's a great pleasure to have you on the show. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Jamie. Great to be here. Great to talk to you. Well, I missed you last weekend in Dunedin. I know your old mate John Latter had you down and you were watching Otago Country Rugby play and I guess it brings back memories of when you were an All Black and I think of the All Black Ford Pack, of course, your brother Colin uh, leading the charge and BJ Lahore, you were all farmers. That's right. Yes, we were. Um, Apart from one of Walker Nathan, probably he wasn't a farmer, but the rest of us were farming or associated with farming. Kelvin Tremaine was another too. So, but uh, yeah, we were, we talked. It was cocky's talk, not rugby talk. Sometimes, Jamie. There weren't so many farmers because uh, I used to study your generation. That's why probably why I've got limited social skills now. I spent far too much time reading old rugby books. But like all the all the Fords were farmers. There was a few Scarfies, university students in the back line. Earl Curtin, Chris Laidlaw spring to mind. Yes, yeah, that's right. They were. Oh, they just created a balance. They they sort of made us cocky, sort of get our act together and make out we were reasonably intelligent anyway. <laughs> but uh, no, they they were, they were good people too. Great people. They are good people, I should say. Stan, the game's changed a lot since Roy Roper played in 1949 and 50. A hundred years of age. Isn't that a wonderful effort? Absolutely amazing, yeah. I I was, in 1950, I was a 12-year-old. You know, I was a rugby nutter in those days. and Well, I still am. But uh, And I can remember Roy Roper playing against the Lions, and the Lions had some great players, Bleden Williams, Jackie Kyle, and... Um, Ken, Ken Jones, the winger, I think it was, and Dr. Carl Mullen, I think the hooker, he was the captain. But uh, I can, you know, listen to the radio and I remember Roy Roper scoring a try or might have scored more than one try in that series. And uh, he was he was certainly one of the outstanding backs that we had. And we were, I think we won the series four zip. And uh, so, you know, we had, it was a good side. And, uh, Roy Raper was one of the, the great backs that we had in those days. Yeah, very quick apparently, very quick. Happy birthday, Roy Roper. 100 not out, you're an absolute legend. Stan, you're a legend as well. You were down in Dunedin for the test last weekend. You're over on the West Coast now where your beloved King Country is playing the West Coast tomorrow. You're going to be there. There's something nostalgically wonderful wonderful and appealing, isn't there? Graham Smith, who's in the studio, is nodding about Heartland Rugby because they're plumbers and electricians and farmers and freezing workers, and they're probably it probably harks back to your day. Yes, yes, it does. Um, Heartland Rugby is, you know, always, I, I think, a great feature of New Zealand rugby, and Unfortunately, now with the professional era, it is struggling a bit, and that's a worry to me because uh, you know places like where I come from, Tikawiti, and over on the east coast, Ruatoria, Horofanua, Levin, and places like that. Uh, rugby's part of the culture. It's not just the sport; it's part of the culture. And I, you know, that personally, I believe that New Zealand rugby you know, got to put a lot more money into Heartland Rugby because without it, you know, country areas, they're going to lose part of their 
will be heritage and culture, and it'll be a disaster. So one way or the other, Jamie, Heartland Rugby's got to keep going and, and not get worse, but get better, I think. Well, I'd like to see some of the Silver Lake money thrown at Heartland Rugby. Rowena Duncan, she's a bit of a Wanganui rugby groupie. I mean, and fan, fan. Hello, uh, Rowena. And, uh, and, and, and board member, Jamie. Oh, a board member. Yes. Oh, apo- apologies. <laughs> Thank but you. But to be fair to you, you are passionate about your Heartland Rugby. Absolutely. And I know you've wandered around and done work for Sky, for the love of it, I think. Yeah. Yeah, so you're not getting paid like Justin and Mills and Jeff <laughs> no, and those I guys. Am not. You're doing it because you love it. Yeah. But there's something, and Graham Smith's in the studio as well. We'll tell you why in just a moment. But Smithy, there's something, and Stan, wonderful about Heartland Rugby. It reminds me of when I played because the, there's a few tackles. Yeah. Oh. There's a few tackles missed, <laughs> and, uh, and it opens it opens the game up a bit more. Oh, you were back in my day in the 80s at Tyree. <laughs> the worst game that we could play out in the, on the plains was the first Saturday of May because most of the guys were away <laughs> duck shooting. So, so we, I think that when I played, we probably had more than half our team were farmers as well. So, so yeah, I, th- I think that country rugby, um, even club rugby now, you know, we, we always focus on the top end, but uh, some of the best games I've watched are on the sideline, usually at Peter Johnson Park, but that's okay. Uh, how did you go on the this year's club championships? Uh, not, no, so no, not so good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but at least it wasn't Dunedin that won, so it's okay. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> um, uh, uh, um, we digress. Yes, we do. Well, let's get back to Stan because I know he's got uh, plenty to get on with. Stan, your memories as a young man locking the scrum with your brother, brother Colin. Um, some people say that uh, you were a better line-out jumper than Colin. It was just that he was better at the arm-to-arm combat, so no one wanted to jump against him. They used to say about old Pine Tree, you push, jump. He pushed somebody and then he jumped. uh, (laughs) I I, I don't know whether I was a better line out of forward or or not. It's not for me to say, but uh, Colin and I, you know, I I say it, we we complimented one another. Colin paid up the, you know, three in the line out, I was five, and we had a, a bit of a combination. I used to go up with one arm and hook it down and it had sort of come down and Pintree had catch it and feed the halfback. Uh, he got all the plums for that, but I, I did have a little <laughs> bit of a part. And, and in your day, this is a true tra- nostalgia, we're getting away from the bad news of the past seven days, but in your day, correct me if I'm wrong, the wingers used to throw it in and they didn't throw in the spiral way the hookers do now. It was, all, it was the overarm and it sort of lobbed it in like a grenade. That's right, yeah, exactly. And, uh, of course, you had two, you know, t- uh, nowadays you just have the one person throwing on, and then if he's off the you know, off the mark, he cops it. But in the days of the wingers throwing in, you could, you know, one might be all right, the other was sort of average, <laughs> and hope like all the game stayed on the side where the, the good fellow throwing in was. But uh, it was the way it was, and it was bowled in over arm, like you know, somebody playing cricket. Yeah. And, uh, well, they could, could, could get a pretty strong. Oh, hang on, nature. hang on, Smithy. You can't come in until your microphone's turned on. There's a reason we've turned it off. Yes, it was a bit of a lottery, the line outs in those days. Yeah, a bit of almost a gladiatorial sport. Hey, Stan, final question for you. Do you, do you miss farming? Uh, Jamie, I do. I, I must admit, um, 
I, I, you know, I've always had some land, and whether it be Saturday, Sunday, Monday, I always used to get out on my four-wheeler bike, get the, the dog and go and have a look around, make out I'm as busy as hell, but just sort of getting some fresh air and have a grubber and grub a thistle and things like that. So getting back to your question, yes, I miss having some land, but, you know, uh, father time's catching up, so I, uh, you know, just had to back off a bit, so... Uh, it, um, you know, it's, that's the way it is, and I've got to get used to it. Stan Meads, it's been an honour and a privilege to have you on the country today. Enjoy King Country up against the West Coast on the coast tomorrow, and safe travels home. Yes, I will, uh, Jamie. Just before I go, I would like you on my behalf to congratulate Roy Raper on his 100 years. I think it's absolutely amazing, and tell him that I was a fan of his. I really was, uh, as a 12-year-old, so that's great. Isn't it wonderful? There we go, Stan Meads. Roy Roper, happy 100th birthday.